what was your question? So I have a, a few short ones. One is about feelings. You know, I've heard your feelings are a way your consciousness can also, uh, you know, in the scope of how consciousness uh, communicates with us. So I've heard feelings are like the language of God or your consciousness guiding you. Uh, but I've also heard you talk about feelings being a product of chemicals you know, in, in, in the body. So I'm trying to just get some clarity on how to distinguish, you know, is it a message from my consciousness or is it from an emotional reaction from my past traumas or you get the idea just to speak yeah. maybe a little bit to that. Um, okay. So they're all the same thing. Okay. So you have the frequency, the frequency has the information and it's the, and the information is in the form of the strength of the field, the filamentation in that um, that develops around the frequency, the spin, the direction, the angular motion, which is actually the spin, and a whole bunch of other factors that are all physics oriented. That's the information, okay? And that then makes possible, the um, so you get a, a bunch of frequencies together, and those frequencies then create a signature of some sort. They they create an array. Those arrays create chemicals in the body, and the chemicals allow or actually move molecules into certain positions or out of certain. They they drive interaction. Okay, so. It's all a cascade of the same thing. So consciousness is the, um, is the actual um, thing that comes out of the frequency. The arrangement of the fields around the frequency, their filaments, their particles, the uh, chemical conditions that they allow, all that is, is part of a subset of things called consciousness in order to get consciousness happening in the body. So when you say, um, you know, you're feeling something, what are you actually feeling? What you're feeling is the shift in all of those factors. You feel a shift in the frequency. You feel a shift in the fields, in the particles, in the way those particles are arranged and the chemicals they can produce according to that new arrangement. So um, when you have some, somebody, um, this is one of my uh, daughter's favorite words from descriptions. You know, when you have somebody who is a box of rocks, the result in, in, in terms of feeling is they don't feel very much. They don't respond very much. They're like rocks. Um, there isn't much expression. When you get somebody who's super oversensitive, then you get a huge amount of, oh, they did this and everybody else is going, what? They did what? Um, and so there's the extremes, which is the box of rocks and then the oversensitive psychic whatever, um, and then everything in between. The goal that I want you guys to have is to be able to deliberately sense when the frequencies shift, because when they do, the feeling shifts and the consciousness changes right with it what you know changes. So you can talk about um, feeling, you can talk about the, about consciousness, you can talk about frequencies, they're all the same thing. 
they're all different manifestations of a particular pattern that we call, you know, in us, we call it a, a new arrangement of life or new um, bunch of information. So well, how um, to discern that distinction, whether that, you know, what you're talking about, that, that, that formation of frequencies is giving you these feelings. Is it coming from an emotional reaction? Cause I've had some trauma and it's coming from that, or is it pure, your intuition, consciousness, soul message? That's harder to discern. There's no difference. Really? <laughs> There's okay. no difference. You had, a, let's take the emotional trauma that you, that we have, all of us have some emotional trauma. What is that trauma? It's an arrangement of frequencies that produces chemicals that produce a, oh, oh my God, you know, a fight or flight reaction or an upset or horror or whatever. And that's a set of frequencies in a particular pattern. When you recall that set of traumas, you recreate that same arrangement of frequencies in the body which then recreates the chemicals, which then recreates the feeling. So I can trust, I can trust the message that I'm feeling is what I'm yes. trying to know where it's coming from. That's good to know. <laughs> There's no separation between what's going on in consciousness and what we call emotions. Okay. Okay. They're uh, the same thing. When I was referring to the crystal city, I was under the impression that, book had information regarding like my soul like all my past lives is that not the case because you were oh that's different that's different yeah um okay the book even if you did have even if you went to the crystal library where the record of your lives is i just call it that because really you carry your entire library with you all, your consciousness is attached to everything you've ever done. Your best bet, actually, if you want to know about past lives, is go looking, period. If you get a book uh, from that library, you might, I'll say it like this, you might be able to stand looking for one or two minutes. It is so intense that it's not something that you can just, I call, check out a book in the library and say, okay, this is where I've been, this is what I've done, da-da-da-da-da. Um, your best bet, actually, because the lives are so intense, is have somebody else go looking, which actually that is something we do in, I think, is what is intuition, four or five, um, when we look at past lives. And because you need that little bit of space between you and uh, the person who's actually looking for you and saying, what have you, you know, here's what I see, here's what you've done, here's what you learned, and, and so on and so forth. So, um, but, does that but make you sense? The, yeah, so I can find that in the book, but you, you also, you're recommending to just with intention to maybe target a dream to remember or something? Yeah, or just, you know, pick an afternoon, sit down in your chair or lay down on your bed or sit in your meditation space and give yourself directions to go backward in time to a past life 
in which you had some kind of experience that would be helpful for you to know now. Okay. And, and you will go and you let yourself float backwards. Um, typically, you're going to go, let's say, the first four or five times that you do that, you're going to go back to places where you think you have had a life. And you will probably go through a life there. And it never ends the way you think it's going to. And, um, and after five or six lives, if you're still giving those kinds of directions, you're going to end up in places where you never dreamed you have been. You'll find yourself doing things that you would never do in this life or stuff being done to you that you would never want to have happen to anybody. And uh, it changes your self-perception. It changes the core of who you are once you start integrating that stuff. So, okay. Hi, this is a, bit, a quick question on some of what you were talking about yesterday with the dreams and the cycling through the night. You see, we have about four dreams through the night, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. So I notice, like, I generally don't wake up after the dreams. I tend to wake up in the morning and I'll remember, like, all four dreams. Okay, very good. And usually it's, it's like, sometimes elements flow onto each other, but there's usually a distinction. Like, I know that this was a separate dream. From That's that. right. Yeah, and so I just went. Do those like it feels like when I wake up, they all happened in order, but is it? Um, but they haven't actually. Like, there's been gaps in between through the cycles of consciousness of going through the different. Um, what was that last statement? They all happen in order, and what it feels like? What it feels like they happen like immediately after each other. Like I go. Oh from no, they don't. They, they don't. Okay. okay, the cycle of consciousness is about two hours hour and a half to two hours you will dream when you get back into beta and so and you'll start little fragments of dreaming in like upper theta lower alpha and then the dream gets more coherent as you move up into beta and then you have the dream it lasts anywhere from 10 to 20 minutes and then you start cycling down and um, then you get down into delta and there's no dreaming down into delta so that's the full cycle and we just keep cycling like that all night so because i've thought about instructing myself to wake up after each one to write it down but i kind of like waking up in the morning and writing you can remember them all in the morning yeah i would too (laughs) right (laughs) you want that uninterrupted sleep so just be aware people that the brain does not even begin to detox and until you've been asleep for seven and a half hours. So if you're not sleeping seven and a half hours, your brain never gets to the point of cleaning out and regenerating. If you can, and this is fairly new where scientists are saying, well, (laughs) it looks like people need nine hours of sleep every night in order to really heal. So allow nine hours if you can but does that mean continuous sleep because this like my dog wakes me up in the middle of the night lately this skin's itchy and he's scratching (laughs) you're not supposed to sleep with any animals because they wake you up and they disturb that cycle and reset it yeah well he's he's on the floor in his crate but he's just 
That's okay. You're supposed to put the crate outside the room and shut the door. I don't um, have any doors. Okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah, well, do what you can. No matter where I put him, I'll still hear him. So. Yeah. And, and it's like having a child. Of course, you know, if you have children, <laughs> one ear is always open. Yeah. So, yeah, you never, you don't ever sleep like you used to sleep once you have children. So, or pets. You know, yeah. or a spouse, you know, somebody next to you who snores or wiggles and kicks and, you know, or talks in their sleep or whatever. <laughs> so, okay. Okay. thank you for clarifying that. While we're on this subject of the turmoil, I think um, I would love to hear all of the your thoughts on how do you still stay plugged into your, so your core group of souls when, like, for example, I was talking to my husband about taking this class and I said, you know, wouldn't, and that was the whole question of like, wouldn't it be fun to, you know, be able to pop into your dream. Right. And I meant it in a funny kind of way. And he goes, my dreams are dark, quiet and cold and don't mess with them. And I, I said, <laughs> okay. okay, okay. I hear you. Very that's clear. <laughs> that is fine. Um, yeah. And that's his, that is his um, overall opinion of the state of our world. He wants to believe it is what it was. And now that I've seen what I've seen and know it's not what I thought it was, I can't unsee it. And so it's hard. I resonated as David was talking, like people will ask a little question and then I'll say, well, you know, have you looked here, 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 here? And I realized like, oh, they didn't ask for all all of that. And so then I end up completely alone because they think I'm just crazy. So it's an interesting time to be exploring this. And so I've been trying to take more of the opinion of, yeah. isn't it interesting? Or how about we think of it this way? Or <laughs> Good for you. I mean, because really, like, I only know what feels right for me. And, you know, like, I don't know. I, I don't know what feels right for another person. And I think, like, you know, right. wondering, like, are there spiritual attacks on us as we pursue consciousness? I don't know if that's what David was kind of trying to ask. Like, you know, are we being energetically like attacked to slow us down or to deviate it? Or is that part of what's manifesting in our reality with the resistance of those close to us? I have to say, whether somebody shoots a bullet at you or an arrow or comes at you with a club or a frequency generator that is not programmed for positive stuff, they are attacking, period. You have to defend yourself and hold yourself together in spite of that. That's the only thing that you can do. There are beings, there are still beings here. Most of the big ones have left. Um, but the secondary ones are kind of have this attitude, well, maybe we'll try and take over. Um, they and they have some of the means to do that. The um, it isn't working at this point in time. The structure has so many cracks in it. Um, it's I just a couple of times I've thought, well, I really hope it holds together so that we can move more smoothly forward. I, every time I go to look, it's like, oh, it did not hold together smoothly. It's a mess. So, I feel like what I keep seeing is it's like a, it's like a, our status of our world. It's like the, uh, yeah, 
the broken family, like you've got the, the big issue, the alcoholic father or the wounded child or any of that stuff in the family and the family won't address it. I feel like that's our society. Like we've got this huge wound Perfect analogy. that has to come out yeah. and it's got to be ugly and we have to deal with it. And I feel so independently angry that people don't want to start dealing with it now yeah. because so then it feels super heavy all the yep. time, but maybe that's, maybe in hindsight, as we're talking and realizing, maybe that's why the people closest to us are the ones challenging us. So we're ready to go out into the world. There you go. Where, it's, where they don't even love, they don't love us unconditionally, like the people close right. to us. I right. mean, yeah. When the people that are close like, to you, challenge it you, it strengthens you. So how do we hold it together? And how do we hold it together? <laughs> one day at a time, sometimes one hour at a time. There's no magic. We're getting to the point where it's, it's going to break up. It's going to break apart. It's going to not be good. <laughs> um, and, and for a long time, I wanted to avoid that. Um, I thought we could do it smarter, we could do it better, we could do it smoother, we could do it in a more loving way. But there reaches a point when you say, piss on all of it, let it go. And, you know, let the chips fall where they may. Um, it looks like we are doing that over December, January, February. It's building now. People are at the breaking point. And, um, and I was realizing this for myself is um, the result of some interactions I had with some of my people. It was just this moment of realizing, you know, stop trying to hold it all together for the world because you're just delaying what has to happen. And so it was like, ah, okay. Um, so I'm letting go. And I'm saying, okay, bring it. Um, and I'm hoping that that's not too messy for me to deal with. <laughs> so, um, so just try to, you know, the best way is to nurture yourself. Um, when I get totally overwhelmed, I go read something or I go play the piano or um, I go do something that I need to do that I haven't taken time to do. Um, that really needs to be done. And that gives me a feeling of, okay, I'm keeping my world in some sort of order, that kind of thing. So, yeah, when somebody wants to see the world as it is, that's a gift. Yeah. Then you, you, when you talk to them, you say, what do you see happening now? What do you think about this? And they'll tell you their dark perspective. And you're going to know that that's a perspective of quite a few people. You need all those perspectives. And if you don't have them, then you're not going to stay in balance. So, okay. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. Um, are they having to have these same experiences if they're coming in at a higher frequency and a higher level to begin with? Um, or does this go back to what you were saying where they're going to have these types of experiences, but on different planets and different, you know, uh, different, uh, what am I thinking of? Um, different cosmic areas. Okay. Or, uh, how does that, how are they going to be affected? Um, I don't know. I will say okay. I have never found anybody who had 
no experiences here at all. Okay. I mean, Lubika says maybe she's one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's a possibility. But when I look back at her experiences, that's not what I see. Okay. And since she's not asking, you know, it's like, okay, we're not telling. <laughs> um, but when people come in at a higher frequency, they're usually pretty uh, discouraged, dismayed, yeah. what they've stepped into. Um, that we do have people coming in at a higher frequency. Some of them are hybrids, quite a few. Um, and that's wonderful. That means that they will have had some experiences here. Mm-hmm. have integrated a lot of those and they're coming in at a new level to populate a new world and become new humans. Okay. So, and then as we evolve into 4D, 5D and above, then all there's not going to be the necessary or the necessity to have to relive all these experiences again. Like if we're reborn into 5D, we've like passed this level and have to don't have to Okay. Have the memory of all of this and we live it. And I don't think it. we have nearly enough information about what 5D really is or even 4D. Okay. Um, okay. And so people talk about that and I go, what is that exactly? Can you define that? What are the characteristics? What is the chemistry? What are the frequencies? What are the patterns? What are the instincts? Right. What, 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 what? Right. And people are like, ah, blah, 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 and they really can't answer. Um, how about we, masters? How about the masters who walk the planet? Have they, are they not coming from a higher dimension or what we could perceive? No, the they have evolved into beings, three dimensional beings who are extraordinarily powerful. Okay. They are comfortable in other dimensions, but they have evolved here. They stay here because that's our path. To mm-hmm. remain fully physical and still mm-hmm. develop the extraordinary consciousness. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, there's a lot of, um, I think, fairy tales about 4D and 5D. Right. Um, and I think we will get to the point where we'll figure out what those actually mean. Right, right now, as humans, we don't have a clue. Right. So you, given where you came from, yeah. Where was that compared to where you are now in, in, in 3D Earth? We don't even talk about. So there's, there's the no. Deeds. We don't talk about 3D, levels. 4D, 5D. Okay. That's not a constant. Well, I, no, I, get you, I get you. Yeah, when you go outside of this, I, I absolutely understand that. But being yeah. here, it's just it's interesting. Wasn't sure how that all it, this is the world of the of earth or of soul sol that's this is a planet in the soul system sol system gotcha. and sol does not mean shit out of luck it means it's fun <laughs> okay <laughs> so okay. yeah